0: yo what is going on everyone my name is nick or the notorious fantasy and in today's video we'll be going over my week number nine defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season inside of today's video i'm going to be going in depth into five different defenses that i believe you guys should be looking to pick up off the waiver wire this week to stream for fantasy football as well as giving you guys four additional defenses that may be available in some leagues that i also think you guys should take a look at but before we could get into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. And while you're down there, whether you are new to the channel or not, please make sure they do leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. If you want to follow me on Twitter or X, please do so at Notorious FNTSY. So without further ado, let's get in to my week number nine defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season. We begin with my first defense to be streaming on the week in week number nine, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tennessee Titans at home in Pittsburgh. The Steelers defense is currently rostered in 63.6% of leagues on ESPN and 58.2% rostered on NFL. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is obviously rostered in a majority of leagues as we get deeper and deeper into these defenses to stream on the week. They will be available in a majority of leagues, but I do think since 63.6% and 58.2% isn't the highest amount, there is a possibility that the Steelers are available. Week 8, the Steelers defense went up against the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Steelers ultimately lost that game 10-20. to The Steelers defense, though, played lights out in that game. Three sacks, one interception, two fumble recoveries, and 20 points allowed up against the Jacksonville offense. That has been humming a lot more as of recently. So a pretty impressive effort from the Steelers defense. The fact was that Kenny Pickett wasn't playing all that great. Kenny Pickett got hurt. And then we saw kissing titties Mitchell Trubisky take the lead as the signal caller of the team. And like I said, just everything went south for the Steelers offensively. But the defense was the reason why they were even in the game. And this wasn't a complete and utter back blowout game for the Steelers. Now, the Falcons went up against the Tennessee Titans in Tennessee last week, losing 23 to 28, two sacks, one fumble recovery, and 28 points allowed. Now, I get that yes, Will Levis looked very impressive, right? Four touchdowns, DeAndre Hopkins looked like he hopped in a time machine and was the Houston Texans D-hop, right? It was very, very impressive. So I'm not here to besmirch the name of Will Levis because I, for one, was very impressed. I thought that those cool Oilers jerseys were going to go to waste with Will Levis and Malik Willis playing quarterback and that they were going to get absolutely Cleveland steamered in that game. But they offensively looked amazing. And I give a lot of credit to Will Levis and D-Hop. But when push comes to shove, there is a pretty big difference between the Falcons' defense and... And the Steelers' defense, again, the Titans might even fuck around and win this game. They might outright win this game, but it won't really matter because I think the Steelers' defense will be all over Will Levis. And Will Levis is a rookie. They make rookie mistakes. Again, I get he came out guns a He came out on fire NBA Jam style. And again, I'm giving him all the flowers. But up against the Steelers' defense things, in my opinion, are going to look a whole lot different. My number two defensive stream is the Atlanta Falcons versus the cold-like Minnesota Vikings at home in Atlanta. 27.5% rostered on ESPN, 10.7% rostered on NFL. Now, I know, Nick, you just said the Falcons' defense is not on the same tier as the Steelers. Well, no shit. Anyone with half of a brain would know that. But the Atlanta Falcons, while their defense is relatively mid, get to go up against not Kirk Thuggins, Kirk O'Chain's Kirk Cousins, who sadly it's believed he tore his Achilles. They're going to be going up against probably Hall. And Hall looks like Stevie Wonder trying to read a defense, right? He looks like Floyd Money Mayweather trying to read a picture book. It just doesn't work. So... While the Falcons' defense is very average, this matchup is supreme. This is a wet dream matchup for the Falcons' defense. Now, maybe the Minnesota Vikings end up trading for a quarterback, or they pick someone up who's a little bit better than Hall. Fine. Fine. But I think even still that player coming out of nowhere like an RKO from Randy Orton showing up and being the starting quarterback of the team, things could still go very wrong for the Vikings. And again, that is far from a guarantee to happen that they even bring in another quarterback that is significantly better than Hall and even remotely close to the level of Kirk Cousins. The Falcons defense, again, we just talked about him, but to recap, two sacks, one fumble recovery, 28 points allowed. Again, I'm not here to get down on my knees and give the gawk-gawk 9,000 to the Falcons defense. We've talked about them all year. They're pretty mid. They are pretty average, maybe even slightly below average. But again, you don't need the 85 fucking Bears when you're going up against who could potentially be rolled out there, wheelbarrowed out there as the starting quarterback of the Vikings. Packers defense week eight against the Vikings. They lose 10 to 24, but that's mainly just because Kirk Cousins got them out to such a substantial lead before he got hurt. Three sacks, one fumble recovery, and 24 points allowed. Again, I really do love the Falcons defense this week. And unlike the Steelers defense, Defense, they are not owned in a lot of leagues. 27.5% rostered on ESPN, 10.7% owned on NFL. Moving to the number three defense to stream on the week the New York Football Giants at the Las Vegas Raiders. 21% owned on ESPN, 18.4% rostered on NFL. Now I know. Nick, the Giants as a whole, they're dead in the water like Luca Brazzi, they're sleeping with the fishes, they aren't very good, this, that, and the other thing. I get the Giants suck Donkey Hawk, but at the end of the day, their defense is going to be able to potentially keep them in this game. That defense has looked Viagra hard over the last couple of games. Now again, Nick... It was against Zach Wilson. Well, it's not like it was just against Zach Wilson. They've had multiple good games this season. So against the Jets, they lose 10 to 13 because DeVito is the starting quarterback. This dude looks like an extra from the fucking Sopranos. This guy looks like he was fist bumping with Paul D and Snooky in the Jersey Shore. That's what he looks like. All right. He's a New Jersey kid. He went to a high school near me. Don Bosco Prep, he went to Syracuse, right? He's the definition of an Italian, okay? Giants defense, week eight versus the Jets. They lose 10 to 13, they lose to Zach Wilson, but in reality, the fucking kicker of the Giants sold them up the river. Four sacks, two fumble recoveries, and 13 points allowed. Am I saying that the Giants are picture perfect like Sidney Sweeney Fuck no, baby. But what I'm here to tell you is that you don't need to be picture perfect against the Raiders' O-line and against Jimmy Garoppolo. The Raiders play tonight against the Lions on Monday Night Football, so we we'll have to go back, 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 back to Week Seven for their opponent's defensive stats. The Bears, Week Seven versus the Raiders, the Bears win 30 to 12, and the Raiders look like some some hot ass, and not like some some hot ass like you know. Oh, Kim Kardashian, some hot ass. No, I'm talking about, like, a hot pile of dog shit. They were terrible. One sack, three INTs, one touchdown, 12 points allowed. I get Nick. That's not with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's with the... I almost said the blind man. The blind man, right? The the bald man. Ryan Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell. I get it. But Jimmy Garoppolo is prone to fucking things up. And this Raiders offense has kind of simmered down. They've got a little limp dick as of recently. So again, I'm not here to crown the Giants. The Giants can't even do that. Brian Daybull was looking like a fucking blue Kool-Aid man on the sideline getting rained on during the game. But hey, I think the Giants defense will continue to show up and I think they will do so up against the Raiders. Next up, we move to the Minnesota Vikings at the Atlanta Falcons, 10.7% owned on ESPN, 11.9% rostered on NFL. So the Minnesota Vikings defense, I'll have to start giving them some credit because this defense early on in the season looked bad. It was like the Vikings were getting dogged week in and week out defensively, and Kirk Cousins had to become Superman. Henry Cavill, he had to ball out week in and week out for them to win. But recently, the defense has gotten better, and it just so happens that it sucks that Kirk Cousins obviously got hurt. I'm a huge fan of Kirk Thuggins, kirk Ochains, chains and I hope Kirk makes a quick recovery. Maybe he needs to go on a ayahuasca retreat with Aaron Rodgers to heal that thing up as soon as possible. Vikings defense, week eight at the Green Bay Packers, W, 24 to 10, four sacks, one INT, 10 points allowed. Now, I am personally a Brian Flores hater because Brian Flores made Tua look like he had no idea what he was doing out there. And then Mike McDaniel fully unlocks Tua Tonga-Vailoa, but I'll give Brian Flores some credit where it's due. While this man has no idea how to manage a team he has no fucking clue how to bring in offensive coordinators to help out my boy Tua Vailoa. he is a defensive guru so I'll give him the flowers for that and this defense has been night and day from the first couple of weeks again where Kirk Cousins had to play super ball in order to win to where now Kirk Cousins doesn't have to necessarily do so but obviously now Kirk Cousins is gone but I hope you get the point so again Vikings defense 24-10, win the game against the Packers in Lambeau. Four sacks, one INT, 10 points allowed. The Titans defense, far from elite. Pretty dog shit, if we're being honest. Up against the Falcons, W28-23. Six sacks, one fumble recovery, 23 points allowed. The Falcons... Finally pulled Desmond Ritter. Now, Desmond Ritter got hurt. They evaluated him for a quote-unquote head injury, and then he never returned to the game. It almost seemed like Arthur Smith sent him to the fucking gulag, go in the blue medical tent. We'll save you some embarrassment, but it's Heineke time. Look, I get that Desmond Ritter sucked, and we've been clowning on him like it's it for weeks, right? For weeks. But I don't think all the blame should be on him. We should be putting at least some blame on Arthur Smith. It's not like Taylor Heineke is levels above him. Now, maybe does it add an extra spark? You know, spark one up like Lil Wayne before a song? Of course, maybe it does. But at the end of the day, that luster will fall off eventually. Didn't even hoorah them back into the game against the Titans. So, again, I love... Drake London. I love Kyle Pitts. I love B. John Robinson. But Arthur Smith just has not figured it out. And eventually, Arthur Smith's head is going to be rolling like Ned Stark. So while I love Bijan Pitts, all these guys, it's like just something, some part of the equation just is clearly incorrect. And again, this Vikings defense continues to look better and better. My only worry about the Vikings defense is actually... More about the offense. Nick, the offense doesn't have much to do with the defense. Well, it actually does. Because if the offense is inept, they are unable to move the ball, then the defense, at some point, is just going to be like, I give up. Right? Throw the towel in. Throw in the towel. Wave the white flag up. You know? Because if the Vikings are getting skull-fucked by, imagine it's 24-3 to at the end of the third quarter. That's like, okay, we give up. And now magically, the Falcons drop a 40 bomb on your face and the Vikings defense sucks. Now, I think the Vikings defense will be good enough to keep them in this game, but that is definitely a personal worry of mine. If you guys have enjoyed thus far and you are new to the channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. And whether you are new to the channel or not, make sure you leave a like on today's video. It would help me out a ton. Final defense here, the Viva Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders versus the New York football Giants, 13.3% rostered on ESPN and 9.5% rostered rostered on NFL, but before we break down the Raiders defense, as well as four additional defenses to stream, I would like to give you guys a quick word from our great friends and our great sponsor over at Manscaped. We are brought to you guys today by Manscaped, who have taken a step up from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it has ever seen. So this season, no need to toil and trouble, Manscaped's all new handyman is the best way to get rid of the stubble. Featuring a compact design and next-gen skin safe technology, the handyman was designed to give you that smooth finish without the mess of a traditional shave. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and use code Notorious for 20% off plus free shipping. And for my wolfman with a little more scruff, Manscaped's Beard Hedger Pro Kit has everything you need to tame your mane. Get 20% off and a free shipping with the code Notorious at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code Notorious for a look as sweet as candy. Get yourself the handyman. From Manscaped. Back on into things here, Raiders versus the Giants. It's very funny that four of the defenses here are included from two different games than just the Steelers are the outcast, you know, going up against the Titans. So the Raiders versus the Giants. 13.3% rostered on ESPN, 9.5% rostered on NFL. Right now, Monday night as I'm or Sunday night as I'm recording this. I don't know why the fuck I said Monday night. It's Monday morning. It's 1230 AM as I'm recording this. I have no idea which Giants quarterback is going to play in this game. Could be Danny Dimes. It could be Tarad Taylor who got hurt. Or it could be Danny DeVito's cousin, Tommy DeVito, the Italian stallion. So we'll see. But again, none of those guys seems like the proper piece of the puzzle. It's like trying to put a fucking square block through a circular hole right? It just ain't gonna work. The Raiders do not play until Monday Night Football tonight in Detroit, so we must go back, like our name was Marty McFly, to Week 7 against the Bears for their defensive stats. Raiders defense, Week 7 against Chicago. In Chicago, they lose 12-30, to 30, two sacks, 24 points allowed. The Raiders will, were ill-prepared in that game. They looked like they were fucking sleepwalking through the game, and they were just getting dogged the whole game. They were getting smacked by, like, one of those... Those baseball bats that has, like, barbed wire wrapped around it just repeatedly, bam, 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 like when uh, Hulk picked up Loki, I think. Again, I'm not a huge Avengers or Marvel guy. He's just like, bam, 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 like that. That's what, that's what happened to the Raiders. The Raiders got fucked without the use of lube in that one. The Jets' defense against the Giants in Week 8, 13-10, to 10, four sacks, 10 points allowed. Now, again, I am not comparing the Raiders' defense to the Jets' defense. That would be fucking insane. That would be crazy to do. But what I'm saying is, the Giants offense is bad. Your Giants offense is very, 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 very bad. Very to the 30th power. They are dog shit. They are straight up terrible. And again, even if you're a Giants fan, at this point you have to acknowledge it. I don't give a fuck if it's Danny Dimes, Tyrod Taylor, or Tommy DeVito. The Raiders' defense, again, they're not elite. They're far from it. A couple weeks ago, it's like, ooh, jazz hands. The Raiders' defense is percolating a little, ooh. And then recently, they've fallen off the edge of the goddamn earth. But when push comes to shove, when they play this game, the Raiders' defense might come out looking like the 85 Bears because the Giants' offense is that inept. So other defenses to stream that probably aren't available in your league, but... Not everyone plays in like 12, 14 team leagues. So there's people in eight team leagues, 10 team leagues where these defenses may be available. And again, depending on the platform you play on, we've seen it in this video. The difference between ESPN and NFL in ownership or rostership is very different depending on the defense, the player in the waiver wire video. And then you go to CBS, Yahoo, Sleeper, they're all different. So that's why these guys are important to note. The Ravens versus the Seahawks. I get that the Seahawks offense is pretty good, but the Ravens defense is just playing out of their mind. The Browns versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals offense is terrible. If Kyler Murray comes back, maybe it scares me a little bit more, but I still think the Browns have one of the best, if not the best defense in the NFL the other defense here, the Saints versus the Bears. I know the Saints defense has kind of kerplunked recently. fallen like Humpty Dumpty off that wall. But the Bears offense, even if Fields comes back, they, they haven't shown me much this season. And then final other defense to stream that probably isn't available, the Chargers at the Jets. And I know, Nick, you make fun of the Chargers defense for being terrible every single week. Well, that's true. But they're, they're going against the Jets. Zach Wilson is very, very bad. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you did end up enjoying today's video and you are new, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below, whether you are new to the channel, make sure you leave a like on today's video. Even if you're not new, it really does help me out a ton. Leave any comments if you got any questions, crazy that it's already week nine, but I hope you guys did end up enjoying today's video. We'll be back later with the defenses to stream, and then tomorrow, running back and wide receiver starts it video. So, love you guys all so much. From deep down in my heart, we're almost at 30,000 subscribers, and it's all thanks to you. Love you guys so much. Have a great one, and as always, good boy!